just handed to me. The following podcast is a Save Productions production. If anything should happen to me, you must go to court. You must say these words. Klaatu, Marada, Victor. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sci-Fi Watcher. Of course, it's Monday night means another episode covering Almost Human, episode number 119. I'm Corey Charette, and joining me as always, my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, how's it going over there? Hey, Corey. Doing well. Doing well, man. Good to, good to talk to you again. Yes, it is. Long time no talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, you guys, uh, first-time listeners, I'd like to welcome you aboard. Make sure you check us out over at SciFiWatcher.com. We do a regular show on Sundays. And you know what's funny is I don't remember the movie we talked about yesterday. Oh, Elysium. That's it. <laughs> God, I'm, How soon I'm, we forget. My memory, because I'm like, okay, here's what's coming up and here's what we're doing next. But yeah, so go check it out. Elysium, we did our review of it yesterday. It comes out on DVD tomorrow, Tuesday. Probably most of you are going to be listening to this then. But before we get into Almost Human, let's talk about donations. Uh, SciFiWatcher.com slash donate. There's many ways you can help out the show. Head on over there right now to see how to help us out. All right, this week's episode was called Arrhythmia. Of course, episode six of season one that aired on December 16, 2013. Uh, interesting start. You know, it looks like the, um, the, the, I think uh, they're always going to start with, with, uh, well, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> what, in a hospital? What do you mean? No, no, no. I was thinking of something else. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. The, uh, looks like we have, um, I don't know what they call them. I wanted to call them doctors, but I guess they, they wouldn't be doctors. The holograms in those chambers. I mean, it, I, I don't know what they were. I, I, I can't call them doctors because they're actually doctors in the surgeons in this hospital. Do you know? You know I, must have, I must have missed something. Right at the beginning, the glitchy oh, hologram? My, my DVR didn't start right away, so I missed like oh. probably two minutes. So you missed I every... <laughs> well, it started for me when um, that guy ran into the hospital. Yeah, that was like two seconds later. Like, there's these holograms because you see that DRM unit fixing something. That was a, a, a hologram that was getting glitchy. Oh, I missed it then. That's what he was trying to fix, yeah. Yeah, the guy walking in with the gun. It was interesting. I thought it was an interesting way to start. The guy walking in with a gun, needing a surgeon, saying he needs all this stuff. He's going to have a heart attack. needs to be put on life support. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it, it had a fringe feel to it. Oh, totally. I mean, totally. This was fringe. Yeah. This was fringe right there. Well, I think missing was his, his chest being exploded, you know? Then mm-hmm. it would have been Fringe. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they didn't go that route. I was like, Fringe did it. <laughs> I, I almost thought that the whole thing was going to be something to do with the computer systems being glitchy because, you know, you missed the part with the hologram, but then all of a sudden, you know, John and Dorian are in the car and they have like a glitch in the car system and he's hitting the car. I don't know if that was an underlying tone to the show. If, if the you know, I don't know because they had that other DRM or something like that. I don't know if there was supposed to be some underlying meaning here that I missed. Um, that could be. I, I didn't see, I didn't think about that. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's it's this is the first time we actually saw another DRM unit. You know, I thought, I thought, in all honesty, they were all deactivated. I thought so too. Um, but it looks like they were deact. Well, we found some, some, you know, history about these DRM units 
that we didn't know about. You know, why were they deactivated? Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess they were reprogrammed, repurposed. Yeah, but they were. It was kind of weird though because they were made specifically for being cops. That's what they were, they were designed for. And I didn't know that either because I thought that, um, like episode one, they were talking about the DRNs, and they said that they were supposed to be put on space stations or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, okay, I, I, you might be right. I don't know. I think they were supposed to be shipped up, like they said, um, Dorian was supposed to be shipped up to a space station to work on it or something like that. Hmm. I'll have to go back and look at that. I, I don't, I don't remember that. But I didn't know they were all cops. I thought they were just supposed to be normal robots. Yeah, I, I did too. But if you think about it, the MX units, um, you don't see them doing anything else but, but, but police work. Yeah. You know, I mean, the few that we've seen in the show is that's all I see him do. What'd you, what'd you think? Oh, well, go ahead. Well, I was going to think, I mean, I wonder if there was some kind of conspiracy to that, to, to that test that Dorian mentioned that they all had to take. Well, let's, let's fast forward a little bit because the trailer for next week or the next episode shows them meeting, uh, Dorian's creator. John Larroquette. Yeah. John Larroquette. John (laughs) Larroquette. So Dan Fielding shows up as the creator. So maybe this kind of sets up that episode. The, the, yeah. the reference. I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, this is the first time they've actually gone back and revisited something that we talked about in the past. Remember how we were complaining about the episodes were all like one dimensional? Mm-hmm. At least now they're trying to do some kind of, you know, connecting the dots. Yeah, but a it was little bit. Very little. Yeah, it was a weak attempt, but it was still an attempt. What do you think of the idea of these biomech cards? I thought it was cool. Um, it reminded me of another movie I already saw that was similar called Repo Men. Did you ever watch that? Repo Men? Um, I've heard of that yet, one. Did we? No, no, we re- re- reviewed Repo Man, Repo Man, I think. But yeah, so that's the one where they go and um, don't they go pick up the body parts from people that don't pay or something? Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of that, but they didn't have the the whole like timer on there. I love that. That's idea. just wrong. I thought that was a great. Well, think about it. If you want to live, you're gonna pay for it. Yeah, and I thought that it was a great. Idea. I thought it was a great idea. If you don't pay your bills, you die. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought that was a great idea. Putting the putting the timer in there that resets every thirty days. You pay the bill, boop, it resets. Yeah. What do you think of the idea of having, uh, I want to say, two Dorians in this episode? Um, little hokey. It, you know what I didn't like about it is the fact that last week we had a clone episode, mm-hmm. and now we're having a, like a twin episode. I'm like, you shouldn't put them back to back. I think it was just kind of a means to an end to find out what happened um, to Dorian and and his um, line of of bots because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, how else would he have brought that up? Yeah, because there was no other purpose for this. Well, DRN-494 was his designation. There was no other purpose to have this other Dorian in this episode. He really didn't serve a purpose whatsoever. But, I mean, that, I think that was it, just to just to bring up the history and what happened to him. And it was interesting. I didn't know that Dorian actually knew that they were the crazy ones, that they were decommissioned for that reason. I didn't know that he knew all that information. I Oh, I bet he looked it up. I bet he could have researched it. Probably did. I mean, as soon as he woke up, he probably mm-hmm. looked it up. Yeah. 
it was it, it's kind of interesting to see this uh, you know because these drns are are cops as they, we said earlier see him get out of the car and tackle the guy because he was a criminal like three years ago and he served his time yeah and his database isn't updated and it was it was kind of hokey that you know he he tackles the guy the the truck rolls forward the hydrant goes up in the air hits a drone that kills one of those mx units mm-hmm. like those um, damn mx units <laughs> yeah it's like okay i'm like it almost felt like this was this episode was like an 8 p.m episode it was like no blood we can kill these these mx units all day because there's no blood it's perfectly <laughs> safe you know it kind of gives you that pg rating without you know if you put any gore in there forget it I'm like okay that was that was just hokey that i think that's thing. why they didn't show the hearts explode yeah, you're probably right about that. I was actually shocked in this episode. I don't know if you noticed it, and I bet you were probably like taken away. The captain actually yelled at John. Yeah. It she took, actually acted like a normal captain. This episode, she actually had some cojones finally. You they're know? probably like, Lily, you're, you're going to have to be aggressive. <laughs> they're listening to the podcast. We, <laughs> because she, you know. She just like, okay, John's doing whatever he wants. No, this time she's just like, ah, I'm like, it's about friggin' time. Maybe they, they, they read their notes that everyone was saying. I don't know. I don't know. They, mu- they must be or something like that. Or somebody wrote this episode said, we need to make her actually act like a captain. Yeah. Um, I like the idea that they had uh, when that, the, the, the man died, her, her, or his, his wife went into the police station to talk about it and I love how they had this like translator unit that translated in Cantonese into English and vice versa like simultaneously. That is cool. That is some cool tech that finally, you know, makes sense. Yeah, you know, you don't have to explain it. She's talking, you hear her speaking Cantonese and then here's the English and then of course um, It kind of reminded me of this like uh, Blade Runner scene when um, the androids are being interrogated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think of that. But I, I thought it was an interesting idea. Nice little piece of tech that actually kind of be nice if we could have that today. Oh, yeah. You know, a simultaneous translation. Well, besides that, they also made, um, they also, uh, what's his name? John used his cell phone as currency. Well, he, yeah, I, I was kind of like, we're kind of going modern day technology in the future. Yeah, but the, they've all talked about that. Like you have your—I uh, forgot what the chip is called. Yeah, um, there's a chip inside your phone that's unique, and then you can use that to identify yourself. Uh huh. But the thing that bothered me though is he uses his phone to activate the pad. Then he punches in the numbers on the keypad. Why can't he do that on his phone? You know, they had um, those... that way you know it's—he's he, not hacking it. Yeah, he, he's physically doing it. Oh well. Someone else could have stolen his phone and done the same thing type of thing. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah, I, I, I don't understand the purpose of having that scene whatsoever in there. Yeah, they never really followed up with it. I thought something else was going to happen. I thought maybe he was having him donate because he was going to, uh, Dorian was going to research something later. It kind of fell flat. See, I, I thought it was going to be, we're going to have this scene to show some cool tech or something. We got a great idea and we're going to, implement it here and it was nothing it was just i use my cell phone activated and i'll punch it in the keypad and i'm done it could have been they they edited out what what happened next i don't know i don't know it just yeah it was just like why why do we put that in there it's like we need an extra minute and a half of of something let's let's write this little donation scene in there 
Another scene that kind of fell flat was that scene where Dorian pulled his eyeball out. Mm-hmm. And he was showing the, uh, you know, Dorian 2. Right. And then um, John, like, bumped him and made him fall into the coffee or whatever it was. Yeah, that was. But there was, like, this really long pause. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be humorous. And I was just like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, so they, I, you know, they, I, I love the fact that these hearts, you know, because they're electronics, all have, like, serial numbers and registration codes. You know, they try. They tra- and, and I noticed something was weird at this point. And and it came back obviously later on, when they go to talk to that that lady. Um, I wrote her name down, uh, uh, Pauline Rivera. Mm-hmm. The and, lady that's head of the uh, the company. Yeah, and she calls her secretary in, and her secretary comes in, and I'm, and something was weird about that. It's like her her secretary is like looking over something. I'm like something didn't feel right about. Her being in that I didn't room. get that when I first saw it. I mean, I did for some reason. I noticed I that she smiled at the at John, but that was it. Yeah, there was something odd to me about it. I don't know what it was at that moment, but I was just like something was odd, and I totally forgot about it until later on in the episode. Yeah, um, but I do like the fact that you know it kind of makes sense. They they track down you know who had this heart. That lady had died like two years earlier, and these hearts are supposed to be destroyed, and they get the paperwork from the from the crematoriums. Saying that you know the heart, the the body parts are destroyed, and then of course they track it back to this one guy who's cremating bodies. I love the way they cremate people, you know, it's instantaneous. <laughs> well, because you know, you, you know how you cremate people, you put them basically in a, a large fire oven. Yeah, there it's just you know you push a button, boom, they're ash. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I kind of makes like, sense in the future. Hey, yeah, future tech. But, but they couldn't, they can't cremate the. Uh, the synthetic pieces so i guess so yeah because i guess maybe plastics and metal and stuff like that it wouldn't turn to ash yeah they talked to the guy he admits he was selling the parts over the years he calls a guy called oscar who's the courier mm-hmm. um see this is a case where we didn't know he was bad until until that phone call but, pretty much right but it made me wonder why would he tell them he's selling the parts if he's involved in this whole thing. Well, I mean, he's just kind of uh, trying to be the low man on the totem pole. Like, I'm not the mastermind kind of deal. Yeah, but, of course, he was near the top of they're, the They're wanting pole. to get the bigger fish. So they, it was more redirection, like, get those guys. Yeah, he must have been, like, the number two guy or something because he knew exactly where the boss lived, Karen, quote-unquote, lived. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay. But, yeah, I was like, why are you doing this? I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, why are you giving your information away? I bet she probably batted her eyes at him and said, you know, let's let's make a deal on this. Let's work on this together. Mm. We both can make money. Yeah. Um you talk about the eyeball and all that stuff. Um Yeah, we so we get to the halfway mark of the episode and I'm thinking it's gonna be like last week. It's like, oh, we already got our answers, we're done. I'm glad this week we didn't get, you know, because they they go in, they capture the doctor, they capture the Oscar, the courier. I'm like, okay, this episode is. Don't yeah, they took their is. time. And uh, what's his name? Is it Rudy? Yeah, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. When Rudy was doing his investigation, it made more sense than when he was last time when he, he did that whole voice thing mm-hmm. last time. Right. This one makes more sense. Yeah, this yeah, this does make more sense. He stays in the lab and he, he actually, you know, figured out what this stuff was for. Yeah, so you know they've tried to figure out who this Karen woman is, and um, 
I love how it's it's piecemealed. You know, Oscar only knows a little bit. The doctor only knows a little bit. The guy at the crematorium only knows a little bit. And I was just like, do they like read the news? Because it's funny because, you know, these people start dying off because they don't reset the they didn't reset the clocks and they were trying to make payments. And I was like, yep, too bad. So sad. You're all going to die now. <laughs> and then the, the one lady, they, they say, that, you know, oh, you know, people hide money in their sock and it's Bitcoin. I'm like, really? You that had to Bitcoin go to Bitcoin thing was kind of I'm like, oh, my God, you, you try to do something modern you know? Well, the the producers are probably thinking Bitcoin will be around in the future. See, people know what that is. It's it's I mean, it's digital currency and stuff like that. And people know what Bitcoin kind of is. It's like, oh, really? You had to go there. It it kind of took me out of the future element of the story. Yeah, I'm like, uh. but I don't know. I think I'd rather have that than instead of them making up some fake Bitcoin type of name. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, like if you have a website instead of Google, you make up something that's kind of Google, but it isn't. It's like, yeah, I don't want, I don't know. I think it, it's better to have the Bitcoin name, but I was like rolling my eyes going, oh, you guys are reading the newspapers again, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, it was interesting how they track it down that the insurance administrator, they were all rejected by the same insurance administrator, which of course is Pauline Rivera. And then it's like, all of a sudden right there, you click, it's like, it's the secretary, it's her assistant. You know, did did you realize that 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 moment it wasn't her? It was her assistant that did it. Um, I knew it as soon as she said it, but I mean, yeah, I didn't know it before that. But like I said, yeah, something weird happened in that scene earlier. But then it's like, oh, this makes total sense. Right. I like it when you have to think about it. Not like last episode when you had the clones and you're like, okay, it's the clones the whole time. The clones, especially when you're halfway in the episode, it's like, oh, it's clones. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. At least this one it kept going to the end. You know, so they're making some progress. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a great idea. You know, at the end, uh, they go back to the crematorium, and, and the guy is basically, you know, he's trying to. I don't know why he 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 wanted to kill her off, so I guess no one could track track it back to him. Oh yeah, get it back to just, get rid of the body, and you're fine. He's trying to get out of the country, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was. Uh, and then, of course, it seemed like they have to always try to do a touching moment to it in these episodes. That seems to their MO for, yeah. for our last couple episodes. You've got to end on a little high, happy note. Yeah, with, DR, with DRN494 is talking about that case and breaking protocol and saving the little boy and feeling most human connection he ever had, blah, blah, blah. What was I supposed to get out of that? Because I didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. <laughs> I, think the fact, I think the fact that he's, a, he's a not human kind of took away from it you know you mm-hmm. know so it's like oh okay I, I don't feel anything for you basically he was just telling us the story of how he lost becoming a cop how they you know because he's not a cop anymore and then this little case he talks about is probably what happened you know breaking but were they trying to say something bigger like um the fact that he remembers the guy philip makes him a little more human i don't, I don't know, know. Yeah, no, because I guess I'm I'm guessing Dorian because they kind of like winked at each other, like, "Oh, do you remember Philip?" Yes. Yeah, I think, I think Dorian took away okay. all his Dorian took away all his other memories except for that. You know, kind of give him a little bit of a human feeling. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know. Um, that's about it. What are your thoughts in this episode? You know, we're six episodes. Like I said, in. it's it's a little better. I mean, it was better than it was in the past in past episodes. Um. It's still a cop procedure, but mm-hmm. I think they're doing a better job at it, um, using a little more tactics that make sense. 
Right. You do get a little bit of um, backstory into Dorian, so that was a plus. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for, you know, the syndicate or in syndicate yeah. to pop back up. I mean, that's long gone. It's still pretty much a standalone episode. The The romance thing is not in this episode at all, you know? Yeah, I think I think this is leaning more to a 22-episode um, season mm-hmm. with them dragging out that in syndicate thing. It, yeah, but we haven't heard anything since episode one. That's it, you know? Yeah. It's like bring something back you know i was expecting to have something i thought maybe in Syndic- when we f- when i first saw the episode i thought maybe they were involved with the hard thing yeah but no <laughs> nope nope of course I, so I, every week i'm expecting the, them to be involved in something but they're not this episode believe it or not though even though we're talking about the captain yelling and actually acting like a captain the the these these police officers were almost invisible in this entire episode this was a john and dorian heavy episode yeah, it was. I mean, obviously, I the, they're the main guys, but, you know, everybody else was just, like, way in the background. Well, not necessarily that um, the asshole cop played a little bit of role but still, when he was questioning the uh, the courier guy. Yeah, but that was one scene. He was playing an atypical role, though. I mean, he hasn't changed the whole season. Yeah, I don't think he'll, he'll change at all. Rudy had, like, what, five lines? He disappeared after he had two he, scenes. <laughs> he dis, he, once once he knew what was inside the heart, he disappeared. We never saw him again. Yeah. The captain moved from one part of the police station to another part of the police station. And she got pissed twice. Yeah. I mean I mean I I I know John and Dorian are the main guys in the show, but it felt like these other cops were just totally oblivious to this whole thing. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. They're still in the show. Um, the action scenes were pretty good. I enjoyed them. Yeah. Nobody died that didn't get tried. That, you know what's funny? It, <laughs> you know what's funny? It's 7.50 local time. here. 10 minutes before the show started. I'm like, okay, who's going to get killed? And, you know, like, which cop's going to kill who this week? Because it's like, last two episodes, it's like, we're going to kill people. Whatever. Yeah. No trial, just execution. This was the best episode so far. Well written. It made sense. There was no BS left field explanations anywhere you know mm-hmm. you know you go from point a to point b to point c and then it, you figure at the end you figure it out and it's like this makes total sense and how we got from the beginning to the end of this episode which i like the writing was superb whoever wrote this episode needs to write more episodes because this one is yeah i wanted to look really it up and see if maybe this per- this was written by a totally different writer than the others gonna have to look that up yeah i, I don't i don't know because it it's really well written and i want more episodes like this yeah, I think they get, they're still trying to feel their beats and find out, you know, what's what's getting the audience's attention more. Mm. True. We'll have to see how it goes. But I am excited that, you know, the show is slowly getting better. You we know? got a three-week break. We, yeah, this is the last episode till January. January 6th, we'll come back for our next episode on this. So uh, don't worry, guys. We're not going to leave you. Um, <laughs> we will be back in three weeks on it. And uh of course, I want to thank uh, Brian Lee for being here today. Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter. It's at Brian Says. And yeah, so January 6th, 2014, we will be back. That's, of course, Monday night right after this episode. The new episode airs. That's 9 p.m. Eastern time. But we're back to our regular schedule next week. This Thursday, Red Dwarf Series 4 comes out. And on Sunday, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to do Spaceballs, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
you watch the movie, you know exactly why it's called Spaceballs the movie. So yes, go check those out. Uh, we will be live on Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern time over at the website, scifiwatcher.com. Click on the live link. You can always email us, feedback at saveproductions.com. Drop us a voicemail, 813-915-6390. And we are on facebook.com slash watcher, google.com slash plus watcher, and over at Twitter at watcher. I want to thank everyone for downloading this special episode of the podcast. And until next time, have a good one. 